you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Previously on DDFP. This is our McDonald's. You see the golden arches there, wow. fellas. We're moving up in the world. I know. We are moving up. Maybe the three of us can jump into the car and we'll drive, go through the drive through Look at that, see? It's Make sure you get them a, a boost of seat. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Luke Skywalker is more powerful, but we all like Han Solo better. Why? Because he's exciting. He's a gunslinger. You don't know what he's going to do. So many people forget players win games in this league, not coaches. They have egos. They have a lot of pride. That's why they're that good. Yeah, that's why we like Johnny Football. He runs around and makes crazy plays. You genuinely like Johnny Football. Yeah, I do. You two have been texting late nights or something. Not at all. This is unbelievable. <laughs> Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave. Dave Damashek. what's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. Available, as always, on iTunes, Stitcher, NFL.com, YouTube, so on and so forth. And for the second show in a row, and as far as I know, for the foreseeable future, we're presented by McDonald's. Very exciting. As I said before, I say again now. By the way, yeah, it's the it's the Dave McDamashek football program. For a program. limited time only? From now yeah. on. For, no, I mean, you know, like I say, for the foreseeable future. Because at long last, two titans of pop culture yes. joining forces to form a stronger whole, you know? check, I like it. One plus one equals one, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm talking about. All right, let's say hello to everybody here. Week three is just about upon us. Nay, it is upon us, so we have to break it all down. Lots of big news, as always, in pro football. Let's say hello to a full Studio 66, starting out with, and I'll explain why there's some graphic differences here. First of all, let's say hello to him. You know his power rankings. You know, his weekly picks available for you at NFL.com. And now you watch him on HQ every morning, Monday through Friday. It's Elliot Harrison. What's the poop, fella? How's it going, man? I feel a little bit, this is weird. Like, I I don't think I've ever, isn't this the, the Drew Statton Memorial Chair? Yes, our former uh, stats guy who never Gives brought in stats. any stats. Yeah, he's yeah. very busy these days, but we do have to get him back in here at some point soon. It's yeah, it place. must be it must be uncomfortable for you, sort of like watching Brandon Whedon take snaps for your beloved Dallas Cowboys. Your car? 
Drakkar? It's 1987. <laughs> oh, even if it was 1987, I wouldn't. Smelling Hank. I, Hank. I smell pretty good, right? Yeah, Hank is always the dove yeah. body. I smell glorious. Yeah. Shame yeah. on you, sir. No, I didn't say you smelled bad. I, I can't you smell your axe either. We got to talk Johnny sure football. By the way, I just saw the video there the uh, previously on two things. First of all, I don't know why the previously on DDFP is uh, done by an Australian. I know. I was wondering the same Very thing. strange. One and two. When you get those close-ups, it really, the HD doesn't hide that Damashek is now an old man. There's yeah. a lot of gray in this, in, in this beard if you're watching it on like video, of course. By the way, I've been hearing from people who listen to the podcast rather than consume it via video. We certainly are doing our best to do two shows, one that works in audio. People say, it doesn't work anymore. I, I disagree with that. We're trying to remove the things that only are visual so that uh, the audio listener doesn't find themselves bored for 30 seconds while we're watching other stuff. Anyway, let's continue going around the table. Patrick Claybon from the NFL News Desk. What a pleasure to see him. Black tie screwed up the schedule. And so we, we thought that we didn't have Elliot Harrison, and we grabbed Claybon, but then Elliot Harrison, a Everyone pro, wins. decided to show up. That's called making uh, lemonade out of lemons. Now, how are you, fella? I'm just glad to be the lemon in, in the lemonade. No, you're our lemonade. But Elliot's chair smells spectacular. It's the Axe. Uh, it's the Axe body spray. Everybody you. smells good. Lastly, let's say hello to him. He's going to be departing our shores to return to his homeland, London, to watch the Jets and Dolphins get it on next week. In fact, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll talk to you early next week before you depart. Either way, big game coming up for his team. Like I say, from London, England, it's Handsome Hank. He's handsome, he's handsome, he's handsome. Whoa. Whoa, that's better than the show open that for Dave Damage. I know, I really. I mean, that's genuinely the first time I've seen that, and that is super exciting to see. It. You throw the ball hard. Thank you drew you. blood yeah, with blood. that throw, yep. man. Yep, that's what happens. Are you jealous, Watch out. Uh, a little bit, but I'm, we're working on something. Hey, so. we got to talk about your big game coming up, though. Your Dolphins got a big one. Your Cowboys got a big one. I guess Claybon, you're a Cowboys guy yeah. as well. Why not? Let's yeah, let's my Steelers go. have a have a sneaky <laughs> tough one coming up in St. Louis. So we got the Red Challenge flag pick segment coming up for you. Very important stuff. Real quick, though, people seem to really be enjoying this. I thought it would be a good idea to dig into all the iconic plays in pro football history. You've seen them ad nauseum. The problem is you always see them from the winning team side of things. We've started to dig into the files there and dig up the the greatest plays in NFL history. But from the losing play-by-plays perspective, it's time for the worst plays in NFL history. Take a Fourth and 10, 22 seconds. Raiders with a six-point lead. This is the final play. Super Bowl on the line. Here come Jones and Klein. Nowhere for Bradshaw to go. Releases a prayer, and Tatum is the man on the spot. Knocks out Frenchie. Why the f*** is Franco Harris running to the end zone? Touchdown. Touch. Did you see that? There's no way that was a touchdown. All right, we got the replay here. Uh, Pardon me. Things are coming at us fast and furious. There's the pass. There's the hit by Jack. And I'll be mother Franco Harris scooped that ball off the turf. And you, Jimmy Warren, for standing around with your hands on your hips. You got to be kidding me. There's the hit by Tatum. And man, talk about a stud. That's a real man. Oh, hey, I'm Jimmy Warren, and I'm just around out here because we're not playing for a god trip to the Super Bowl. 
This is horse Wow, that guy was angry. He really was. It's, it almost seems like he had a Super Bowl ring on the line. And It's and, funny, and too, that the guy... Slipping the, away. So the guy calling the game for the Raiders didn't even realize that they still had to go and play the Dolphins just right. to get to the Super Bowl. Right. It's like he was so... He was seeing red. Yeah. Maybe Handsome Hank hit him with a football between be. the eyes just Could before because be. exactly. he didn't even... He forgot about the championship yeah. game the his, following His week. knowledge of the game, too, knowing the refs' names and everything. What a, I'm yeah. impressed. Pretty good. So, all right, red challenge, flag picks, and uh, all the rest. Right now, though, it's time for very important stuff. A lot of important stuff going on in the NFL. It seems like, you know, that's true, 365 or at least uh, 52 weeks a year. But now that the season's underway, a lot of big news breaking. Let's start with Cam Chancellor returning to the Seattle Seahawks, to his 0-2 Seattle Seahawks. My observation about this is, what a hero. He couldn't come back to play Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau. I'm sorry, this is on principle, team. I'm, I, I've got to do this. I'm not just doing this for me. I'm doing this for all of us. I'm sorry, my holdout continues. Oh wait, Jimmy Clausen? Oh yeah, no, I'll, I'll play in that one, yeah. Oh, I can run out on the field and I'll be treated like a hero by all the home crowd. Yeah, yeah, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna end my holdout for you guys. EH, how say you? Uh, yeah, man, it's, this is so brutal. The Jimmy Clausen, the Bears are terrible right now. I don't, I don't think the Camp Chancellor is really going to be able to just jump right back in and be who he is, but do you think that- I could jump in and do well against Jimmy Clausen in the Bears. Okay, I agree with you there. Do you think part of this though might be that the Cardinals are 2-0 and and look doggone, I mean, they look good. Mm-hmm. You gotta worry about them getting ahead, too far ahead in the division because Seattle can't just show up, throw the ball out there and win. I feel people are being awfully cavalier. You know, it's it's the uh, it's the cool-headed sort of uh, coach speak that fans have now adopted in the 21st century because everybody's so plugged in, and everybody fans. It's, it's just two games. It's just two. I know. they're two games. They count. They're, those are, those are strikes in the yeah. in the wrong column for you, and it is something that all these 0-2 teams are going to have to overcome. I mean, but they roll this week, right, Cam? Well, yeah. We, we you mentioned it. It's Jimmy Clausen. And the, the anti-Cutler crowd, of course, celebrated for some reason because they don't like Jay Cutler. And the, I don't think they realize that this is the same Jimmy Clausen as before. Right. Well, the, the reason they're celebrating, I think, is because they know that Jimmy Clausen's going to get them that first overall pick. And, and then they're going to get a new quarterback next year no matter what. It's not going to be Jimmy Clausen or Jay Cutler. Well, I'm glad that uh, we have a couple of Cowboys fans in here, although Me I feel... Me too. I, I love being surrounded by those I guys. feel That's sad so for America's fun. team. The football gods displeased for whatever reason with America's team. I don't know what, what the reason is behind that. But, uh, you know, it's no coincidence. No Romo. No Dez. All this, uh, the suspensions, injuries on Randy the other Gregory, side of the ball, Orlando everything else. Scandrick. Let's do a little reckless speculation, shall we? Okay. And uh, let's evaluate where the Cowboys are going to be if, best case scenario, Romo comes back when he's supposed to be, again, optimistic thinking when he can come off the short-term IR. Let's go through the schedule here, fellas, and figure out where they are. Of course, they're now 2-0. and Atlanta, they go to Big D. How do, how do we say on that one? I have Atlanta winning this game. Do we agree that the Falcons are going to win that game? I well, I don't. I don't want to. I don't know if it's one of our red challenge flag picks. You're I right. I don't want to spoil yes. that. I don't want. Yeah, you're right. I don't want to. I don't want to jump game. the gun there. But I will say that I do think the teams. This is a, this is sport wide kind of thing. That I think there's a short term. No one outside this locker room thinks you guys can get it done without uh, Romo and and uh, all the superstars. 
I bet you they show up for this game. Mm -hmm. Then they go to the Saints. Mm -hmm. Then they go to New England. Mm -hmm. Or, I'm sorry, they host New England. Mm -hmm. By then, they will get Greg Hardy back. You assume Randy Gregory will be back. Rolando McClain will be back. Um, I mean, I think suddenly that the, the strength of the team is going to be the defense, at least until Romo comes back. That's and not going to matter against the Patriots. Though. They're going to get. So that's probably a loss. They host the Giants. I bet you Eli and company, you know, return the favor there in Big D. They tend to play well down there. At, they play Seattle at home. That's probably a loss. Philly, depends what you think about the Eagles. I mean, if the Eagles lose to the Jets, though, I mean, they're in real trouble. So who knows what kind of quit there will be in that team, <laughs> in that locker room. And then they uh, they host Tampa Bay. So that's a victory. But I see that around 500. Is that fair? They could go three and four and, and finish. Let's see, that would put them at five and four. But I think Romo's going to be out longer than that. I, I'd see him being out eight games, and maybe they go three and five. But even then, they'll still be five and five. Do you guys really think anyone in the NFC East right. is going to be, gonna be that's seven the, and three? Right. I don't. And also, when Dez comes back, too, is another factor. Remember, before De, uh, Romo went out, the conversation was, well, what's Romo and that offense going to do without Dez? They're going to lose a lot of games. That's before nine went down. So... Yeah, I mean, I think more like three and four is where this thing's headed, unless Randy Gregory and Greg Hardy form a potent duo. Would you guys rather play Brandon Whedon or Matt Castle? If it was if it was the Steelers or it was the Dolphins, what are we thinking here? Good question. Would I rather? I mean, I don't think I'd be. I don't, I'm not sure there's too much difference between those two. Well, I don't I, know that you'd be worried about them. I'd rather see Brandon Whedon try and get on a. I think. We haven't seen the best of Brandon Whedon playing behind a great offensive line with some weapons, you know, compared to what he did back in Cleveland. Whereas we know what Matt Castle, I mean, Matt Castle's, the body of work is out there. We know what mm -hmm. Matt Castle's capable of. Maybe Whedon has a little more upside, but yeah, I think they're both about the same. I think the, the line brings out that upside. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're talking about a different team and you've got Brandon Whedon or Matt Castle behind a different offensive line, I think the difference between the two exactly. is going to be a lot more glaring. Yeah, there is something to be said for that, that we get away from. I, I, I always say that regardless of however you categorize the most important thing to an NFL QB, great receiver, the offensive coordinator, the complementary style that your overall mm -hmm. team wants to play, I think the most important thing for almost everybody outside of Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, and Russell Wilson is the offensive line. Brandon Whedon was in Cleveland. So what, what expectation anybody had in hindsight? He's going to be kept clean at the very least, yeah. and he's got a whip. There's a little symmetry here. We were talking before the podcast, like would you play Castle over Whedon with just a couple days? Well, there's precedent here. In 93, Troy Aikman got hurt. The Cowboys had Jason Garrett, who had thrown like literally seven passes. The Browns released Bernie Kosar on Tuesday of that week. The Cowboys signed him on Thursday. He gets off a plane. They teach him the playbook. So then they, they play the Cardinals. Jason Garrett goes out, starts the game. They get like a three to nothing lead. And the, Jimmy Johnson saw enough. He's like, all right, go ahead and put Bernie in there. Bernie goes in. They win the game. And Norv Turner, their offensive coordinator, used to, before every game, sit down and make a list of Bernie's plays. These are the plays that Bernie thought they could beat the other team with. Well, in the championship game that year, Troy Aikman gets concussed, and Bernie had to go in in the third quarter. Oh, I completely uh, for, have yeah. forgotten that. Yeah, so, I mean, this is the NFC Championship against the 49ers in their heyday. So, Norv pulls out his list of Bernie's plays, and they start calling Bernie's plays <laughs> Bernie's that he likes. Plays. Right. 
Throws a touchdown to Alvin Harper. They whoop the 49ers. They go to the Super Bowl, and they beat the Bills. I have zero <laughs> yeah. recollection of that. I and think I got bonked on the head myself. I don't think Troy remembers the Super Bowl after that. He got kneed in the head by uh, Dennis Brown. Well, it's interesting. And by the way, I, I feel like this undermines the entire credibility of coaches who say, hey, you got to get in our system, and you got to spend right. a lot of time and yeah. learn our playbook. If you can bring a guy off the street and put him out on the field, really, what? how can you claim that to any player you ever bring in after that? Yeah, like, well, coach, I mean, you brought funny, this guy. Finding a Bernie Kosar on the street's a little different to the guys you would normally find on the street, which, you know, who are, who are pretty much like the fourth string quarterback for every team. Don't sleep on the idea that they might still sign Bernie Kosar. Yeah. Or maybe get the You know who did sign him? Right at, so Dallas did not re-sign him after that. Yeah, that's right. Miami or Dolphins Miami did. Dolphins. He backed up Dan He's Marino. Spent, and it was, they, they always say that the, the fake spike wasn't Marino's idea, who's always credited with it. It's, it's Bernie's. It's a very wow. collegiate kind of thing that you see is the flip-flopping of quarterbacks. Your Bama guys. Uh, right now we're doing that in 2015 changing quarterbacks almost every series and now all that you never I mean you almost never see it in the NFL but now we have three teams the Cowboys might be doing that as soon as this week the uh the who knows when the other Texas team if the when Mallet's going to get yanked in favor of Hoyer and then up in Cleveland the apocalyptically awful decision shame on Mike Pettin who is an enemy of fun an enemy of of Trying to service what the Browns fans want, which is uh, they want something to be excited about. And instead, he decides to go Josh McCown. When's Johnny Football back on the field? Claybon, I say with you. I, next, I, week. next week. Next wow. week? Wow. Week full. I Because we, we saw Mike Pettin yesterday, and he, he, gives his, he gives his answers. And it's like, well, we sat down at the table, and we got the protractor out, and we made the best decision that we could for and it. Just, <laughs> Have some emotion. Have some fun. And, and it's going to be not fun. Shameful, I say. Handsome. I I'll say, um, like, probably three minutes and 46 seconds into the third quarter on Is that what your Sunday. watch told yeah, you? My watch, it told yeah, you 3.46 to, to into the yeah. game? Yeah. So I, would, I wanted to count down. I mean, from now, the number of minutes is about 2,874. When will Johnny Football see the gridiron again? Tell me. Next week. My Casio, my Casio, it's water resistant to 100 meters <laughs> like as well. So, it, you know, it's pretty Checking easy. the watch. EH, I'll say you. I got week five. I think that he's going to give McCown a shot. But, I, you know, you said he's an enemy of fun. Maybe the problem is he didn't own a Cassettatron. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I had Cassettatron when I was younger. So I learned how to have fun, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, you are, several you are nothing if, if not fun. If not fun. Several <laughs> people tweeted. And funny. Uh, to correct his name of Cassette. What was it? I can't remember. Someone Soundwave? Soundwave, right? yeah. Someone it. tweeted me. I've said it before. Here's the thing with the, with the setup of this weekend. This is a huge opportunity, as I said, in front of the decision. Whoever gets it has a chance to really solidify themselves as the starter. Why? Because you get the Oakland Raiders coming to town. I'm not saying the Raiders are a bum team, but that's a pretty favorable matchup in 2015 to get the Raiders coming across the country. So you're saying you're picking the Browns? I, I'll reveal my pick in, yeah. in a Dave little while. Dave both the team. We discovered yeah. last week that Dave actually makes two separate picks and this manages to. Charge. This is not outrageous. <laughs> Dave makes this picks in NFL.com slash pick'em. Yeah. I'll, I'll be allowed to speak, please. Right. NFL.com slash pick'em, Dave makes one set of picks. Then he goes off and does like three other pick segments, and then so including the spoiler right. alert, and he picks the other teams. And then Dave cannot be wrong. But... From that, here on, you will be held junk. to the picks that are in Pick'em. That is junk. Wow. 
Listen, every Friday on NFL.com, handsome, you're the homepage editor. I presume that you have seen it. I have it seen your, I, and I've also, that's how I know that you pick the opposite. Those are my locked in picks. Those are my locked in picks. I do the well, pick Well, then em. you need to lock them back in and pick them. Maybe I do, but I'm yes, lazy and forgetful. And so I forget to go back and do it. But my So last week, how many did you get correct? There were 16 games last I week. I told you, you like the to Raiders. The no, no. How and many, I told how you the Buccaneers. You got five correct picks. I got seven correct. Hear me five. now. Believe me later. Every I pick, Friday, I go in and I change my picks. Yeah. That's, listen, I did. I but, picked but the Raiders and the Buccaneers. Change them. Home run. All right. Back-to-back All right. Back home let's, runs let's, by Damashek. All right, so I think that Manziel, I, I was going to say week five or week four, but I'm with Handsome. I think he actually, I'm, legitimately, I think football, I mean, that's a tough Three spot. Three minutes, 46 seconds. As much as I say Josh McCown is the guy, you know, and has a real opportunity here, the thing that is going to work against him is, as I said before, the Cleveland fans want Johnny football. So if, if McCown trips up at all, the boo birds right. will be out uh, and they will uh, they will flip to Manziel. We know how NFL head coaches re- react. To, well, to and then the other side through. of that is like Pettin is this you know icy and you know wants yeah. to wants to cut that figure. I think he will self validate and say I'm not yanking McCown again for this week. So maybe. My first pick is right. Week four is when. Oh I'm look, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I so what? I flip flop. <laughs> I'm so, the, my answers are subject to change until uh, until kickoff. All right, fellas, let's make our picks here. It's what everybody loves on our second podcast of each NFL regular season and postseason week. It's time for the Red Challenge Flag Pick segment. Red Challenge Flag Picks. Dun, 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 dun. This, this promises to be the most exciting red challenge flag picks no ever. Three-way action here. The red challenge flags will be flying fast and well, furious. What's wrong, Claybon? I've, um, I've got my flag. Yeah. And I have to throw it on myself because I think we've got news. Can you do I, that, please? I've got to go. Before you, can you just drop it on your head? Yeah, thank you. You're going to go do breaking news at the NFL news desk. It's always broken if I'm doing it. The news waits for <laughs> no man. It waits for That's no podcast. That's how the sausage is made. All right, Claybon. Hit the bricks! All right, so Daddy, I might borrow your red flag because I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna need a lot. Can I get week. my place back? Got some good games coming up here, everybody. Sorry, Claybon. I'm sorry too. Good luck to your friend Lane Kiffin and Nick Saban and everybody else down there in your uh, beloved home state of Bama. All right, there you, you think goes. This means the I don't care. Signed Christian Ponder. There he goes. All right, fellas, let's jump right to it here. And, you know, when we talk about these 0-2 teams, it has been the most discussed subject of, you know, under the sun. I mean, ad nauseum, pretty much. The Eagles. No, well, in general, the 0-2 teams there. Volunteer as we go along here if you think any of these 0-2 teams are going to make the playoffs. Everybody's doing like, who's in the most trouble? Let's look at it with our glass half full and see if you can say that I think this team does wind Who's up resilient okay. in January. Let's start off with the green bowl, all green in New Jersey. Eagles at Jets. Handsome Hank, I start with you. I am picking the New York football Jets to win this game, Elliot. You know, <clears throat> Hank. Do it. I like my little ghosty. Start it off the right way. You see how he's got the little... This I see it. got a little bit yeah. of a faux hawk with the... Th- like Demarius Thomas mm-hmm. has the back end, but I'm not throwing him because I... Ah. Put him back down there. Yeah, I'm going to put him right back down there. I think the Jets are just going to be too much. You know, Sam Bradford had a terrible game, but I don't even think it's about that. Sam Bradford, I think, will rebound. I do believe in him, but not against this team. Uh, the Jets look too good on defense. I'm going to go with the Eagles here. And really? As good as the wow. Jets have been, it's not as though I think it's smoke and mirrors or anything like that. The Jets have two very good victories. 
and the defense is absolutely for real. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is not complete jive. I think that his window will close within five games or so. NFL defenses will figure him out. The thing I like about the Eagles here is, and, you know, I've applied this uh, for years now, that the principle that the Eagles must have this game. The Jets don't right. have to have this game. So yep. who's the more yep. desperate NFL team? The right. Eagles, of course. That makes no sense in terms of matchups. That has nothing to do with the X's and O's. It's just, you know, Chip Kelly and everybody in that locker room has got to be like, guys, This, if we lose this game, who knows? The wheels may be off there. It's an ugly uni matchup, though. Just oh, terrible. I don't know. I disagree with that. I love I that'll green. That'll look nice, no. kind of. As long as, here's no. the trick. The Eagles are going to have to wear the green pants so that you go, the home team Jets will go white hat, green Green, jerseys, white white pants, and then you need the exact opposite for the Eagles. Eagles go white pants with the white jerseys, all bets are off. That won't be good. Here's the thing I will say just practically about the the matchup. I like the Eagles the way they're put together. We don't know about uh, Alonzo. But I do like their ability to, to, or at least the way they're built, is to take the ball away a little bit. I think Fitzpatrick is a guy who He'll is prone picks. to turn the ball yep. over. I think that there will be a, a, a key turnover or two that swings the game yeah. towards the Eagles. Yeah, All I would right. agree. Next up, like we talked about earlier, the Dallas Cowboys and the Atlanta Falcons, Elliot Harrison. Whedon, how say you? Uh, I'm on the record from earlier in the show. i got to stick with it. Atlanta Falcons uh, winning Big D. Dave, sit back a little bit. All right, because do it. I what I don't want to do is draw blood on you. Yeah, wow. yeah. that I'm was a very fey toss you made. Well, you know what? I don't want to, as you saw earlier, I don't want to hurt anyone. You really could. That's my that's my thing. It's this like, thing, this is the money maker right, too. Exactly. You don't want and to injure that. That's why I went for the stomach. I don't want to draw blood you from Elliot's face. We say hurt again. Hurt. Well, the way you said it the first time, you sounded like the kid and Charlie bit my finger, and it's still hurting. I I'd not want to hurt Elliot. Now listen. Here's why the Cowboys are going to win. Because you both expect them to lose. I think that all the talk very this week about... Uh, all, the, all the talk this week... In fact, it's exactly the same thing you just said about the Eagles. But all the talk and the expectation around... What are the Cowboys going to do in this situation? Like, I think Brandon Whedon, knowing that he's being, being able to start for a week behind that offensive line, I think the Cowboys will come out at home and play well. I know. Jason Garrett doesn't exactly cut the figure of master motivator. But I think that there is some spin here in the right. short term. Hey... Apparently, I mean, I could see headlines. I guess they don't do headlines anymore. Printed out from uh, from the internet or whatever. But yeah. putting those up there, hey, guys, the season's over, right? According to everybody yeah, outside the locker room. Jason Garrett be like, Elliot Harrison picked us to lose. Now what are we going to go do out there? <laughs> hey, you know what? And then some, British guy, guy wrong. then some British guy threw a red flag into yeah. his eyeball. He's never been the same do since. Do you think that this might be a good thing for Jason Garrett? I mean, he doesn't always get the most respect. He's starting right. to, but when he took over, it was for Wade Phillips. They were one and seven, I believe. He took the Cowboys to a five and three record that year. They went uh, eight and eight, eight and eight, eight and eight, 12 and four. So he has a winning record as a head coach. They darn near went to the championship game. If he keeps them afloat and they win the NFC East this year, I think you're going to see a much different tone about Jason Garrett. All right, I think there's plenty of uh, – see, that's inside baseball you're playing. You, you yeah. feel as though Jason Garrett's not respected. He makes a lot of money I, I don't Jerry think he's Jones disrespected and, anymore. I don't think he's dis- – I just think this may take him up a notch. Yeah, that's I hear all I'm you. saying. The matchups are awfully tough, though. Julio Jones is a Ugh. tough matchup, obviously, for anybody. But really, what is that defense going to be able to do to slow him down? I don't know. I'm playing the hunch. I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys here. Thanks Next up, me, the Miami Dolphins mm. hosting – 
Awesome. The Buffalo Bills. Toughest pick of the week. Rex or Philbin, one and two. Both of these teams expected to be contenders. They're going to be behind, not the eight ball, but they're not going to be in a great spot three weeks into the season. Handsome Hank, your turquoise heroes. How say you? My turquoise heroes after last week are no longer my heroes. Uh, I, I, I like it better I when have, you call them aqua. Aqua. I have regretfully picked the Buffalo Bills for this game. Oh, handsome. Yeah, you know, Hank, I, I, I have to agree with you that you your pick's regrettable. Right? Yeah, he did it. He tried to catch it, but he couldn't. That was a fastball. This is the kind of game the Dolphins win. Just enough to give you hope that they're going to do something before they finish 7-9. and nine. Or 8-8. Eight and eight, You know me. what? Yeah. That's what they do, 8-8. Eight and eight. Yes. Harrison and I are parking our cars right. in the same garage today. The Dolphins are going to win that game. Again, I, yeah, I, I like the matchup for the Dolphins in, in several ways. I know the Bills' defense is mighty, but I feel like there's going to be, again, I'm, uh, this is emotional rather than X and O reasoning, but I feel like that Bills game last week was, was monumental to them. They yes. were, they were yeah, so yeah. hyped up for that game against the uh, Patriots and came up a little short. I feel like they're going to be a little less motivated. And the Dolphins got embarrassed last week. They lost to the Dirty Jaguars, and now they need to win. But there's some injury problems. Right. Freelancing, he hasn't really done anything. One tackle last week. I think the Dolphins' defense is going to come out and put a stamp yeah. on this. Game. I think the yeah, that's a, I'm with you 100 percent. Like we just saw there last week, I think that defense is gonna is gonna make uh, Tyrod Taylor yeah. hurt a little bit. I think they're gonna sack him quite a bit in this game. So yeah, I'll go with the uh, with the Dolphins Super Bowl one rematch next. Ooh. I predicted. Well, I didn't make it. Uh, wait, that wasn't my preseason prediction, but half of it, the Kansas City Chiefs, I did put into the Super Bowl. If I had it to do over again, I might put the Packers. That would be a nice little oh, completion of the Wouldn't circle. Super Bowl one, Super Fifty. Then we could just scrap the NFL. Just goes away. And like, it would be a marvelous right, game to boot to have Alex Smith and Aaron Rodgers drafted in the same year. All that controversy. Aaron Rodgers wanted to go to the Niners, or at least you would think he did, since mm-hmm. he grew up rooting for the Niners. Either way, let's talk about Week Three, 2015. Elliot Harrison, how say you? Uh, I've got the Packers at home, and I do like this uni matchup. Oh, it's a grand. It's a beautiful one. one. Especially if if they wear the red pants, the Chiefs. They've got Even though in the first Super Bowl, they wear the white pants. I I have to agree with Elliot. This this red flag, which is also wearing red pants, is staying right here. I don't like when the Chiefs do the all red uniforms as a side note. Really? You know what? I got news for you guys. I just realized you're right. They Bounce wear back. White pants. You're picking the Chiefs to win in right. Lambeau. Yeah, that's in the famous picture from Super Bowl it? One is at halftime of Lenny Dawson uh, burning a nail, <laughs> smoking a cigarette, just dynamite. Um, I I have a hunch here. Again, I'm playing it. I really love the defense there in Kansas City. Matt, you know. The, the story coming off of last Thursday night's game was Peyton Manning's back as long as he can run his offense. But make no mistake, they got 14 points, did right. the Broncos, off of turnovers, mm-hmm. one directly, and then the other one was a fumble inside the 10, and mm-hmm. so they, they converted that into points. I think the Chiefs defense shows up here. I don't know that they're going to intercept Rodgers. The remarkable run that he has of not throwing in an interception in Lambeau is not being sung about nearly enough as much as you're hearing about it. I mean, what a run. 2012? It's been three years since he threw a pick. I think that Jamal Charles and company have a good day and they get out of there with a I pick. hope they're secondary. That's amazing. I think that's the bravest pick you've made this season. 28-27. I'll I hope give the you that secondary much. doesn't have, like, baby oil on their hands again or whatever. I mean, did you guys watch 
Yeah. Every like, how many interceptions did the Chiefs drop? Right. At, at least, least three, four? Three or four. There yeah. was one play where I think they dropped the same interception three times. By the way, <laughs> yeah. and how but that being said, Marcus Peters is as dominant a corner walking yep. into I mean the first two games, he's just dominant, right. aggressive, shutting down guys. Um, he's fun to watch there. Next up, big AFC North game. The Cincinnati Bengals riding high, 2-0. Ravens. That's a good one. This is an important game. 0-2. People point, oh, no, Terrell Suggs were in trouble. I feel like John Harbaugh's coming a little, a little unhinged here early. Handsome Hank, I'll say you. Dave, I picked the uh, Ravens to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But I'm picking the Bengals to win this Whoa. game. Whoa. I don't know what that means for your Super Bowl pick, but go ahead. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'm taking the Ravens, man. They, the Ravens are going to go 0-3. How do you at, know? At home, this is the exact kind of game that Baltimore wins, just like what I said with Miami. They don't ever allow themselves to get so far in a hole. They'll probably finish 8-8 eight eight as well this year. And the Bengals haven't been very successful in Baltimore. When we made our, our predictions at the, you know, back before the season started, and we said what I was saying about the Ravens was, I can't see where their offense is going to come from, but I know that they'll find some from somewhere. Two weeks into the season, I'm not sure. I still don't know where it's coming from. And if it, if the answer is just Steve Smith, then it's and Crockett not. Gilmore, it's Crockett Gilmore. Well, but th- that's not the answer. That's that's fine and it's nice, but I don't think it's going to be enough. I have never heard Justin Forsett criticize your homepage editing ever. Not once. I will say this. I think that, uh, I, you know, I like the Bengals uh, the way that, you know, again, this is an Andy Dalton game. I know my Flacco. If I know anybody, it's Flacco. That's why I knew the Raiders were going to beat them um, in, the, yep. in, in Oakland last week. But I also know Andy Dalton. And Andy Dalton, this, is one, this one has it, red uh, rifle I, stinker I, all over. Three interceptions for him. The home team survives uh, survives in an ugly one. In another one that this team is going to be playing desperate, obviously, in front of uh, the home crowd there. So I'll go with the Ravens to salvage their season. And then, of course, they head to Pittsburgh, PA in week four for a big TNF game. Lastly... Another 0-2 team. Talk about preseason predictions. I hung my hat on the Detroit Lions. I said they're going to win the NFC North. They'll be the second seed. All that. They're 0-2 facing number 18 and the Denver Broncos. And really, 18 is just a supporting cast member to that mighty defense. EH, how say you? Oh, man, I debated this game so long. I'm, I'm taking the Detroit Lions at home. Handsome Hank, how say Dave, you? Dave, I know. I mean, I think, like, I would say so far... Up until this point, we've thrown more red challenge flags than ever, ever. before. There have been a lot thrown on, today. I've but, been excited about it. But I'm going to have to leave these remaining two red flags on ice because I, ah. I believe I believe as well that the Lions will pull it together in this game and that the Broncos, and this is kind of, this is there's nothing out there to say, but the Broncos are due a loss. Like they, they've won two games mm-hmm. that that looked like they were going to lose. It seems like, but if you do the math on that, that the defense keeps taking the ball away by De- De- the Denver defenders are doing a great job. Matt Stafford has thrown some horrendous, horrendous he picks really there. Has. You would think that, of course, that will continue. But again, I have to stay consistent this week. These teams that need to win the game desperately mm-hmm. are going to win the game more think, often than do, not. Does I'll Matt Stafford go into every game and, and say, "I'm going to? Wh- what shape can I contort myself into and throw and try attempt to throw an NFL pass?" It's just it's ridiculous. Like set your feet, throw the ball. You've got a great arm, but use it properly. Don't try and like. He's just a man. I'm on one leg, falling over. You don't need to do <laughs> He's that. He's just a human being. I oh, told you no, there, there, there are right. metaphysical forces at play here. I told you already. Nine fifteen, September of fifteen. The number nine 
is cursed. Romo. Fla uh, who else am I forgetting? Wait, Breeze. Breeze, that's the one. Wait, let me do it again. <laughs> Romo. Wheelahan. Therefore, there are metaphysical forces at play here. He's just a human being. Witness, the number nine is cursed in the ninth month of 2015. Give us some examples. Matt Stafford, Drew Breeze, Tony Romo, Jay Upside down, Jay Cutler. upside down. I thought for sure. He shakes it off this time. Though. I thought for sure you were going to launch into a Duke from Rocky IV. He's not a machine. He's a man. You remember that whole scene? I, th I mean, I thought you were going there. Yeah, I got all. I remember though. But I know you're more of an early Rocky guy, not, oh, a, I, not a four guy. No, 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 no. I have absolutely false. One through four. Solid gold. Yeah. Five is when Five I is when you tunes out, out there. <laughs> that's when, when the money grab starts. That's where I turn tune out. All right, listen. So we've got football babies picks coming for you. Make sure you catch those before, because if you want to know the answers to how some of these games are going to turn out. The Football Lions ba winning at home. Football Baby has made his picks, and, and let's just say that uh, he eats up week three. That's, a, that's all I want to tell you. Interesting. He picked the Lions Well, out. we're moving different places yeah, around yeah. the house trying to do it, and so we captured him right. you know, at dinner time okay. or just before. His, his uh, appetizer was picking pro football games. So be on the lookout for that. Harrison's game picks are online. Damashek spoiler alert will be out there for you. The power rankings at the start of every week. Handsome Hank, you want to plug something? Oh, uh, yeah. Let you guys make your picks against us at NFL.com slash pick them. See if you can uh, beat Dave. Who and won. don't forget to watch wait, me, wait. Harrison, Ike Taylor, Maurice Jones, Drew, the whole gang on Sunday from, not, from about 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. We're sitting there watching all the games along with you. Go to NFL.com. Watch along with to us. the very end. It's NFL Now, Game Day Blitz. Tune in to that. Yeah, we, stay, we sit there all the way through the late afternoon game's conclusion. Join us for that. It's, uh, it's great fun. And uh, you know what? We'll be back next week. We'll say our goodbye to Handsome Hank before he flies off. And, and just one more really important thing yep. I don't want to forget to tell you about. Find out more on the next DDFP. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite 
moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. 